welcome to the Destination Begin podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Smith. I've lost over 250 pounds. I've started my life over multiple times and managed to find humor, lessons, and joy in the process. And now I'm here sharing those stories with you. Thanks for joining me. Hi, hi. Welcome to the episode. I'm talking to you from Minnesota. I love Minnesota now. Um, I love it when it's warm. It's so, like, it's perfectly idyllic weather right now. I got off the plane and I just immediately noticed how unhumid it was. In Miami, I just get used to it. I love the heat and I love that it's humid. But it does get to be a little oppressive without really realizing it. So getting off the plane and stepping outside, it just felt like, it's just you can get a deep breath and the air just feels soothing on your skin and it's beautiful. So um, I got really fortunate. Every time I've come to Minnesota this summer, I've gotten so lucky with the weather. It's been awesome. People say often, oh, you moved to Florida from Minnesota. Why? And I often just say, have you been to Minnesota? It's terrible. The weather is terrible. But what I'm really talking about is the eight months of winter. The other four months of the year tend to be pretty decent. And I have gotten a sampling of perfect weather. So here you are listening to a podcast and we're talking about the weather. Surely we have better things to talk about on the Destination Begin podcast. Um, So this episode, I'm going to talk about the Minnesota State Fair because this is an episode about just talking about my life. It's not a like, hey, you can change your life podcast. Um, I'm going to talk about the State Fair. I'm going to talk a little bit about um, in connection to this uh, to, uh, to kind of start with the intended quote unquote pig party. (laughs) So I talk a lot about the lizard brain and I've talked um, extensively here about the book Never Binge Again and how finding that book really changed my relationship with dieting and my food forever um, because I learned about my lizard brain and how that part of my brain is separate from who I really am. And the book Never Binge Again teaches um, how to name the lizard brain And so that you can disassociate who you really are and what you really want from that primal instinct from our lizard brain that makes us want to eat garbage and do things that go against what we really want. Say, I want to lose weight. I want to be healthy. But then we find ourselves doing things that we don't really want to do. Well, it's because that primal instinct kicks in and we listen to it. And so Dr. Glenn Livingston wrote this book, Never Binge Again. And I talk about it all the time. I use it in my courses. I reread it all the time myself because this is how I live now and we name you name your lizard brain a name something terrible and in the book he uses pig so he calls it his fat loving self is called his pig so essentially um there are times in life where we can choose to have what we call a pig party where we let the pig out where we say I'm going to eat things I normally don't eat I'm going to engage in behaviors that do not support the healthy lifestyle that I want but I am choosing to do it because of a certain reason or event and so I've never talked about this here and I've you know I have a responsibility as a health and nutrition coach to not encourage behaviors that are unhealthy that not to not encourage people to go and eat garbage food that's actually bad for your longevity and your long-term health. And so I don't talk about this often, but this podcast is, is, is me. And I certainly have times in my life and I have periods of time where I do eat things that are not good for me. 
da da da, just like everybody. And I have to remember that while a lot of you are my clients and a lot of you listen to me for advice and insight on your health and wellness, I'm also a person and you you need to know that I am just like you in and that what I do is is human and so are you. So I'm trying to be relatable. Because <laughs> um, doing the bodybuilding competitions, I've had a lot of conversations with people that say, I can't relate to that. I'm never doing it. And your body on stage is something that I don't aspire for. I aspire to. I don't find it attractive. I don't think it's healthy. And to that, I say, absolutely fair. Um, it's not a healthy lifestyle the way that I did it. There are professional bodybuilders that I think that they take their health very seriously and they have a safe and healthy way to do it. But 100%, I will say 100% of the times I'm asked, my bodybuilding lifestyle and getting to a stage is not the healthy um, way to live. And I was very unhealthy in some of my habits and my body on show day was less healthy than it has been in other parts periods of my life. So just being real. But I wanted to talk about the Minnesota State Fair because I love it so much. And the Minnesota State Fair has memories, so many memories, so many sentimental moments. I went almost every year of my life until I moved away. And I love it. And in 2019 was the last time that I was there and I was doing 75 hard and I did not indulge in the foods that they have at the fair because I was on a very strict diet. So all I had was meat and vegetables, I think. I don't even know if I had vegetables, but it's possible to go to the fair and not eat all the fried garbage, but it's not as much fun. And so I broke up with the fair. I was like, you know what? I don't binge anymore. I don't binge eat anymore. If I'm not going to go and eat a lot of food, I don't really know that I want to go. I don't want to go and look at it. I don't want to be around it. Well, the next year was 2020. There was no fair anyway. The next year was 2021. I didn't live here. And so now 2022, opportunity to go to the fair. I decided, you know what? I do want to go back to Minnesota. I want to see my family. I want to spend some time and I want to go to the fair. I want to go back and relive all of those moments I've spent there with my sister and my family and my friends because there's so much fun stuff to do. So I decided to come back and I also decided that I was going to eat things that I normally don't eat and that I was going to have some parameters and some rules, but essentially have an, a self, self allowed, you know, putting the, the barriers down and say, I'm going to go and eat these things that are fun, memorable, hyper palatable, and yes, terrible for me. So I just want to preface that that is something that we can choose to do. Now, what we don't want to do is to to go to the fair or go to an event and say, I'm going to eat healthy. I'm going to choose whatever protein and vegetables or I'm going to eat a balanced meal, whatever it is you're going to decide to do. And then get there and say, no, never mind. Balls to the walls. I'm going to do what I want because that is compulsion. That is not being in control. And typically that's our lizard brain, the pig brain saying, giving us all these ideas and us listening, saying, oh, it's too hard, or you only live once, or I need to enjoy this. And so I wanted to go in, and when we decide to do this, it needs to be thought out and planned, and it needs to be for a set period of time, because we, you, me, we always need to be in control of what goes in our mouth, because we are in control. So to 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 recognize that and say, I'm doing this, I know that I'm going to eat these things for me, I know I'm going to feel less than good. I know that I'm going to gain some weight. 
temporarily. And I know that I'm not going to feel good by putting this food in my body, but I'm choosing to do it. I'm going to take some time off of the length of my life, most likely, but I want to do it and I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it intentionally. So coming to Minnesota, I was going to the fair four times. And so I made rules and guidelines for each time because I did not want to come to Minnesota and go to the fair four times and eat myself sick four times. That's too much. But I did want to be able to go and take the um, take some of the rules down and enjoy some fried foods, enjoy some sweet foods, and then just enjoy eclectic weird food on a stick. So each time that I went, I had a different game plan. So the first day that I went with my sister, the game plan was just to share everything and then to... Um, not eat anything sweet at all except sweet things that I might share with her and to have you know like two to three bites max so this isn't hard for me because I get very sick when I eat sweet things Um, and when I eat sweet things in mass I have to be very careful and so my sister is not somebody who's going to go to the fair and just eat herself sick she's very thoughtful about what she gets and so um, we got to the fair And we immediately just started finding foods that were interesting and that we'd never had before. And I also made sure that I was hungry. So I stopped eating the night before a little early, made sure that I was hungry. So we just kind of dug in and we tried new foods. We tried new foods we never had before. We had a chicken and pimento cheese on a biscuit sandwich. We had the brand new food at the one vendor that we really liked that was um, breakfast gnocchi which was sweet potato gnocchi and it had eggs and green onions and some pork belly on it. And we just kind of started eating these things and the things are small. And so sharing them, you don't get a lot of bulk. And so, um, but for me going the first day of the fair was all about getting there early. We got there right when the doors opened and then just experiencing the fair with my sister who I've been to the fair with many, many times. And then I went with my mom. Same thing. I made sure that I was very hungry. And my mom doesn't cover a lot of the ground at the fair either. And so we shared her favorite things. I'm like, I'm going to eat protein um, as much as I can. And I'm only going to have a couple of bites of sweet things that she wants. So that worked out really well. I walked around and got things for her. And then I batted cleanup. So she'd eat as much as she wanted. And then I'd have the last couple of bites. And I just focused on protein. So we had chicken on a stick. We got a wild rice burger. When she was done eating that, I just took the bun off. I finished the meat. Um, so I really kept kept a protein focus and I was satisfied. I got to try one of the brand new apples from the University of Minnesota. Um, the, it's called First Kiss. It was delicious. So the University of Minnesota is known for their apple program. In fact, the Honeycrisp Apple is from Minnesota, patented by the University of Minnesota. So huge apple program. It's a great apple growing state. So to get in on one of the first apples or one of the first people to have the newest apple was really cool and it was delicious. So we have a chance to buy the apple called the first kiss. It's delicious. It was so juicy. I had apple juice running down my hand. So, so that was fun. And I also got a lot of steps in. I made sure that, um, I got a lot of steps in both of those days for the fair. And then um, I went on Sunday with my friend Amanda, who uh, she's actually going to be a guest on this episode, and we're going to tell you all about our day at the fair in the next segment, so I'm going to save all of that for retelling it with her. But then I also went with my dad, and my dad um, doesn't walk super well, so we got a mobility scooter for him. So 
that involved a lot of just shuffling, 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 not walking a lot because mobility scooters don't go very fast in a crowded fair. Um, but that was really fun because I got to share some of his favorite foods with him. So the Italian grinder sandwich and, um, crab fritters and, uh, an egg roll on a stick. And, um, so tasted and tried some of those things. Now, one thing that I don't normally eat anymore at all because it's a binge food for me is popcorn. I can't just have a handful of popcorn. I just don't. I go deep or I don't go at all. And the word never is easier for me than sometimes when it comes to certain foods. It's easier for me just to say I don't eat popcorn than to ration popcorn or try to eat it reasonably. I just can't do it. Once it's once I start that mindless eating thing, I just it's such a struggle. So never eating popcorn is a lot easier for me. So at the fair, I decided my dad loves popcorn. I'm going to eat popcorn. And so I had popcorn with Amanda, but also with my dad, we munched on popcorn and it was fun. And we um, went to the Beach Boys concert. It was the Temptations and the Beach Boys at the grandstand. And so we had popcorn and caramel corn and cheese corn um, watching music, which was really fun. So lots of fair eating and all of that to say, um, I intended to enjoy the fair and the fair foods. It's what we do most of the time, not some of the time that matters. So just like it doesn't really matter if you go for one walk a month and eat like garbage for 29 days, it's um, it's not going to make you thin. Just like going and having an indulgent day and eating something crazy and going to the fair um, four times in a month isn't going to make me long-term obese. So I just want to encourage you to think about that because not every time. Now, I've been to all kinds of events. I've been to Minnesota a couple of times this summer where I did not choose to eat that way. I did not choose to break all of my rules or set them down. I chose to follow a plan, be on track as much as possible, track my food, hit my protein numbers, um, which is totally possible to do when you travel um, and you're doing interesting anomalies in your life. But it's also okay to say, okay, what do I want? And I decided it was worth it to me to it's worth it to me to have a little bit of bloat, worth it to me to not feel so great in order to enjoy the state fair. It's once a year and I came all this way for it and I don't regret it. Now today I'm done at the fair. I feel like I feel so bloated. I am bloated. Um, according to the scale, um, I have quite a few pounds of water and, uh, probably actual weight, on my body. And so the beautiful thing about not binging without thinking about it is I was prepared for feeling this way. I'm okay with feeling this way. And I have no shame because I made the choices. And so now I will deal with the consequences, which is I don't feel my best. I feel bloated. I feel heavy. I'm so thirsty. I've already had four liters of water today and it's 3 p.m. But also... Just like I've been waiting to feel hunger to eat on those big calorie days, I'm waiting to feel hunger today as well. And it's three o'clock and I'm finally hungry. So all of that food, there was no need to get up and have a big breakfast. There was no need to do that. My body is not interested in food, Um, but I still don't feel really great. So my strategy today is to drink a ton of water, take my vitamins, and then fill up on as much roughage as I can. So when you put a lot of unhealthy food in your body, 
it's important to give your body a lot of water to be able to process things. And then vegetables and fruits and roughage, as I call it, kale, romaine, um, apples, carrots, celery, crunchy things, it puts a fiber into your intestinal tract, into your belly, and just really aids in digestion and removing all of that that food as quickly as possible. So um, making sure that I'm doing that. And so, and by tomorrow, I will feel so much better. Um, and back to business as usual. Now, it'll probably take a week to two weeks to completely be back to where I was before I got here. So I also had to think about that. Am I willing to have my body change for a couple of weeks to have some excess fat stored on my body that's going to take me some time to remove? Yes, I'm willing. I am willing. And I'm not going to be mad at myself. I'm not going to shame myself. I'm not going to be hard on myself. I'm not going to regret anything. That's the beauty of staying in the driver's seat too, is I enjoyed every bite of food I ate when I ate it. And I enjoy the memory of every bite of food that I ate. And that is the overarching reason for having a food plan ever. So that I'm always in control. So I don't want to regret. I want to be like, oh man, I shoved that food in as fast as I could because I just wanted to get it all in. No, I enjoyed it. It was fun and I created memories and it was all silly stuff. And when I get home, it's back to healthy eating that really fuels my goals, makes me feel really good and reminds me that I'm grateful that I enjoy the taste and the feeling of healthy food. So um, think about that. If there's something coming up in your life, what is your goal? Do you want to come back from that vacation having held your position? Do you want to lose weight on that vacation? Are you okay with gaining a couple of pounds? Make the decision so that you're not led by compulsion in your lizard brain. And then stay calm. You're going to live the rest of your life. Most of us have a lot of life left to live that we know of. And so there's no need to get really upset about or have anxiety or stress about something like choosing what to eat on a trip or a vacation. You get to decide. What are your goals? What do you want to accomplish and how you're going to do it? So that is my uh, Minnesota State Fair um, intentional pig party. (laughs) And some people are really offended by when I say pig. Um, That's the term that Dr. Glenn uses. I'm not calling any of you a pig. I'm not calling myself a pig. My lizard brain is definitely uh, a little pig that just wants to eat. Um, And when that pig rears its ugly head and says, you can have just one of those, I say, no, just one is not enough for you. You will want more. And I, one is, one is too many if it's going to turn into 10. And so, um, to be really honest, that voice is a primal instinct and it lies to us. And so, um, essentially intentionally letting it out is actually the opposite. I didn't intentionally let the pig out. I just chose to say, I actually want to eat some of the things that I otherwise would consider pig slop that I don't eat. Some my terms though. So intentional pig party. I'd love to know your thoughts about that, but, um, you can send me an email, Kristen at kristensmithonline.com. And now uh, we get to hear the story of Kristen and Amanda do the Minnesota State Fair. All right, I'm here with Amanda, who's been my most frequent guest on the podcast. Good morning. Woo! We are recording this from Amanda's sunroom because we went to the fair together yesterday, and we're going to tell you all about it because we had the best time, and you deserve to hear all of the greatness. Yeah. We ate all the things. So I came to Minnesota to go to the fair and 
um, we wanted to do something epic. And so Amanda had the great idea. What was your great idea, Amanda? Uh, the idea was that we would uh, combine exercise, which we love, uh, with the fair, which we love, and food, which we love. Oh, yeah. So we earned our foods yesterday. Not that you have to do that. Um, <laughs> by running to the fair from a park and ride. So the Minnesota State Fair has all these park and rides that you can park at and get either a paid shuttle or a free shuttle uh, to the fair. And so we chose one that was 13 miles away from the fair. Well, I asked her for a list of them, and initially there was one that was 6.7 miles away, and then that 12-ish and a 13. I'm like, I don't run much. Let's do the 6. And you were like, well, let's do the... Yeah, the 6 <laughs> is a little short. Let's do the 13, and we can do intervals. We can run and walk and, you know, just hoof it. There, yes. in whatever way. And if it goes south, it goes south. We call an Uber and we get there, you know. It's not like we're in the middle of the woods or something. I mean, we're in a yeah. metropolitan area. Yeah, there, there, was no, <laughs> there was no what's the worst that could happen scenario that was, un, like, terrible. So so I did a couple training run walks. So the most I did was, like, six or seven miles. And then we were good to go. Yep. So, yeah, I, all day long I kept saying, we went to a park and ride and we rejected the ride portion. And we just parked <laughs> and ran. And I thought myself very clever. It was very clever. So that's what we did. We met at the park and ride, and then it was pouring, so we got started at like 8, which was fine. Took us a little over three hours. Couple, it was fun. A couple bathroom stops, couple a coffee stop. Yes. Um, well, so we did a three-minute run, one-minute walk interval for the first like half, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there was a little more walking, and then we kind of picked it up at the end. You know, you get close to your goal, no matter what it is, and then you yeah. accelerate. We were hungry. Yeah. And I was working on a couple blisters. I have blisters the size of your face on my feet, so that was fun. Because it was wet, because it had rained. So anyway, but once you get to the fair, all of your pain disappears. Right. <laughs> so the state fair has, so I've been a billion times, and like, my, Amanda's a, you're a lifer here in Minnesota too, but I used to go, you know, five to ten, five to nine of the days of the 12, and so I'm a little bit more... I've tasted more things. I've done more things mm-hmm. um, than well than most Minnesotans. So to be fair, yes, I consider myself a super fan of the fair, and you just take it to like five levels above me. So very yeah. impressive. Well, we decided we wanted to try to eat a food that neither one of us had had before, and th- and so that gave us something to talk about on the run because we had to try to like mentally walk through the fair and then name things, and then nope, I've had that. Nope, I've had that. <laughs> I had quite a few things I could name that I hadn't had. Yeah. And then you'd be like, nope, I had it. (laughs) Well, Amanda's never had a funnel cake. And like funnel cakes are a staple, not only at the fair, but of carnivals and stuff. And yeah, I was blown away at that one. Yeah, that's actually, that's odd because I love sweet things. I love deep fried things. I mean, it's definitely in my wheelhouse of things that I would love. Yeah. Well, and we're both former fatties. Like, we know, it's not like we've ever, like, been vegans our whole life or something. And, like, well, I never had access to that. No, like, we, I mean, I'd go deep. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, just strange. Just, uh, you know, just didn't have it. And spoiler alert, yesterday we did not break that curse. We didn't, you still haven't had one. had a funnel cake. Oh, no. I know. How are you? Are you okay? I don't know how you. Survive. (laughs) It's amazing how you're living. You're, You're alive. You're okay. So we got to the fair and then we were super hungry, which is always nice to be hungry. And then we had to decide what our first food was going to be. So the first food that we had um, was the, there's a, there's a booth called the mini apple pie and it's a deep fried folded over pie. And the first year they were there, it was apple. And then they added pumpkin a couple years later. And this year the flavor is blueberry, but we got pumpkin pie with a scoop of cinnamon ice cream for our first food. 
I had never had the pumpkin before. I had only had the apple, which was good and fine, but it yeah. was just like a hot apple pie. Yeah. The pumpkin was special. It was amazing. Because when do you have deep fried pumpkin pie? When do you ever have deep fried pumpkin pie? Yeah. I had the apple um, the other day with my mom. I had one bite and it's fine. Like it's good. It's very good. It's one of the best things at the fair, but like pumpkin pie is one of my favorite foods ever. So Amanda came up with a rating system. So every food. Yep. We would, we would rate it zero on a scale of zero to 100. We started out with zero to 10, but I needed more range. Yeah. <laughs> Kristen's a forever optimist. She just, everything was coming in at like an eight or a nine and it just, yeah. Yep. There was no way to differentiate. <laughs> it's because I'm not going to spend my money on something that I know I'm going to hate and everything at the fair tastes better. So it's really hard to get like a two. But anyway. So you came right blazing Warren. hot out of the gate on the mini pumpkin pie at a 99. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, maybe one thing could top this, but only one thing. A ni- yeah. A 99. Like there's some room for improvement. I'm oh, not sure what it so is. Maybe some good. like granulated sugar on top or something. And then I, I, rated, I rated a 90. So that came in at a 189 uh, total score, which actually was our top score. Oh, no, it was not. It okay, yeah. I'm not spoiler. No, don't sorry. spoil. Oh, shoot. People are going to like stop listening. They'll be like, oh, we're all done. Oh, we got to keep you hanging on. Oh, God. So we did that. and the, that, Okay, so first of all, the fair food is not large. It is rather expensive, but it's not large. And so when you share everything, you get to try lots of things, and you're not spending a ton of money, and you're not getting super full. So that was maybe three bites of food, each of us, maybe three or four. Mm-hmm. So it's not a lot. So just kind of prime the pump. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we had a total of 12 things. Yeah, there. so it's not terrible. And so there's a blue ribbon bargain book too. And so there's coupons in there. So I said, all right, let's pick a food that we've never had before that's also in the coupon book so we can save some money. So Andy's Grill, which um, is – who knew? I didn't know that Andy's Grill existed and I know everything about the fair. Um, it's got giant neon signs, neon lights. It's huge and yet couldn't figure out where it was. So they need to change their marketing. Right next to the Midway. Yeah. Which is like party central. <laughs> yeah. It really is the place where all the parties happen. They have live music and yeah. there's just people like leaking out of every doorway. Yeah. And um, I didn't know it was there. Yeah. No. I didn't know it had a name. I didn't I was know it had been, a name like, That, party place that where one all place the where are. the people are yeah. around that thing. <laughs> And the other side, they have old Tilt-A-Whirl cars sitting with tables in them so you can sit in the Tilt-A-Whirl. So I would say, hey, that place that has that counter where they sell that stuff near where the Tilt-A-Whirl things are. Mm-hmm. But now we know that's called Andy's Grill. And they had a coupon for the waffle burger. So it was, I think it was five bucks, which was a decent discount. Mm-hmm. And um, tell you describe food better than I do. I do? Oh, well, it was two waffles uh, instead of a bun, and then a cheeseburger with a couple very small pre-cooked pieces of bacon. Lame on bacon. It. Yeah, it was lame bacon. The burger was just fine. Yeah, it was yeah, fine. it was just you know a patty with a piece of American cheese, I think. And then yeah. the waffles, I couldn't really tell if they were. They seemed pre-made to me, but they had <clears throat> yeah, they weren't that, amazing. Like, rustic edge on them. Yeah, like the circular kind. And they weren't hot. No, that was the problem too. But we got hot syrup and dumped it on top. Yeah. So then we had to eat it with a fork and a knife. So Amanda made a really good point about these fair foods. They have all of these interesting eclectic things, and it's a lovely concept. But if you don't execute it well, then it's awesome and exciting to try it, but you're never going to come back and have it again. Right. So this one was a case where I feel like concept was great, uh, but execution was lackluster. Yeah. It was merp. But we were so hungry that it did hit the spot. And I like anything with syrup, so it's really mm-hmm. hard for me to get mad at something with syrup. Mm-hmm. So our score on that, I gave that one a 78. 
So a solid, um, what would that be, a C plus? Yeah. <laughs> and I was a 75. I kind of said that anything over a 50 is, you know, gettable again. Or like, oh. I liked it. Okay. Like, like, I liked. I liked more than not liked. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. So solidly in the like zone yeah but not like blew my mind you know i liked it a lot but i i would i would get it again but i'd tell them that i want my waffles hot and then i think it would be really good but what it would have made it perfect is if it wasn't a burger if it was a sausage patty so it would have been all breakfast Mm -hmm. Uh, but i want all breakfast all the time (laughs) (laughs) so then uh then we were like okay now we're not starving so we started walking we had to go to the moo booth to get our cow tattoos so at the fair i always get a cow tattoo and so you know if you're with me you have to get a fake tattoo at the moo booth so but in route, we saw a, a stand I've never been to, and it's uh, they make pretzels and pretzel dogs, which I've never had before. And it was cool because they were like they're made by hand. We got to watch it, so it's like a hot dog on a stick, and then they have these long strings of pretzels, and they're hand wrapping the pretzel all around the hot dog, and then they're baked. But of course, it's the Minnesota State Fair, so we can't just have a pretzel with um, a hot dog. It has to be um, jacked D- up. Yeah, doused in white. Um, like queso cheese uh, with sprinkles of bacon and this bacon was much better quality than yeah. the bacon at the Andes grill and what was oh chili chili the chili wasn't that good it was, no, it was like definitely canned. canned hormel chili yeah um but the combo of all of it on the pretzel dog was really good but we took it up a notch when we put yellow mustard on it mm-hmm. so this was also a food neither one of us had had before um at the fair and it was it was really good. I mean, it was just, it was a really, it was what you expected at the state fair. It was an egregious, messy pile of food you would never normally eat in that combination. And I'm so here for it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so score on that one. I gave it a 90. It was so much fun. Once I added the mustard, it got the 90. Yeah. We had to sample it without the mustard first because there was so many ingredients, right? Yeah. You had to see how they went together. Yeah. Before and it was you good. Went in but it needed zing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, I was an 85 on that. So total score of 175. It the name of that particular flavor or combination was the bomb diggity. Yeah. Pretzel the name got gets 100. That was a great name. <laughs> like, "Hi, we like a bomb diggity." <laughs> that was just fun to say. One else in life you could say that. You can say I'm the bomb diggity, but now I know I am not. I am not a pretzel dog covered in chili. No. <laughs> but I am better with mustard. Yes. All right. So then we we got our our moo booth tattoos, which is really fun. So usually in the moo booth at the cow barns, they have little um, temporary tattoos, and they have little cows. Well, they also have um, temporary tattoos of products that are supported by the dairy industry and local. So Old Home is a Minnesota brand, um, and they have all kinds of of food. So they have temporary tattoos that look like packaged. Um, <laughs> foods. And so I chose mashed potatoes. So I have a picture on my arm, a temporary tattoo of mashed potato package. And Amanda went big. Well, first I tried to put yogurt on. Oh, yeah. There's an old home <laughs> yogurt, but I screwed it up because it's a temporary tat and I don't even get it wet enough or something. So then I had to rub that one off. And then I got something I feel was even better. Uh, all natural refrigerated peanut butter, old home. <laughs> it's, it's a big old brown tub of peanut butter on her arm. <laughs> <laughs> And all day long, people were asking her if that was a real tattoo. <laughs> I do really like peanut butter. It's all not natural. a terrible idea. <laughs> I don't think I've ever bought this kind of peanut butter. I've never though. bought this kind. No, it's only, really overpriced. Yeah, I would go to the peanut butter like dry goods aisle. I yeah. wouldn't get it in the refrigerator. I don't section. need I don't need old home peanut butter in no. my life. No. They don't sell it, I don't think, in Florida. 
<laughs> but anyway, so we did that, and then we went into the Coliseum, which is like um, they they do all the horse shows and the judging of animals. But around the perimeter is, you know, as seen on TV stuff, and then like stuff for sale. And our favorite thing, they have this big vendor of nuts and trail mixes, and you get a free sample of a toffee peanut. And so we're like, give us our samples. Yes. And then they had a coupon book coupon. So we ended up getting some praline pecans and toffee peanuts to munch on because, you know, at the fair, we have to be eating the entire time. <laughs> so in between eating, we had to be eating. <laughs> so good. We didn't score them. No, no score. <laughs> <laughs> I actually wrote on the list, <laughs> nuts, no score. No score. <laughs> well, let's, let's, let's score them on the fly right now. Oh, okay. Um, the pecan pralines, they were good, but I was a little disappointed. They needed a little salt. Mm-hmm. So I would say those were probably, I don't know, maybe like an 82. Okay, I'm going to go 68. Oh, wow. You, you didn't like them at all. <laughs> no, I did. Oh. I told you. Over 50 oh, okay. is gettable. See, you're, no. you're a high scorer. Yeah, it's because it was the fair. If yeah. those were from the grocery store, I'd been like 76. I mean, I guess if you're talking about school, it's a D. Yeah. But still passing? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't They're They're good. <laughs> My mom was like, good job. G for good. <laughs> e for excellent. S for satisfactory. That's legit what our report card said. Anyway. And then the butter toffee peanuts. I like those a lot better because they were salty sweet. Mm-hmm. And I went deeper on those. Um, so those, yeah, I'm going to give those a solid 90. They were dry also, yeah. which was good. The others yeah. were a little bit slippery or something. I'm not well, sure. Slippery. <laughs> Slippery nuts. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll go. I agree. 72. Yeah, they're good. I mean, they were better. good enough to eat all day long. Yeah. Whenever we were, like, not eating. We were eating those. <laughs> For sure. For filler. Well, we had fun in that building. Um, So that we found this one booth where they had all of these really beautiful wood-carved products, and they had these little books. Little tiny books, like the size of, like, I don't know, the size of a coaster, maybe? And they were a little book, and then the cover was a piece of wood, a carved piece of wood. And so... um. <laughs> <laughs> they had maybe on like eight sheets of tiny paper in them there were little much? books they were thirty dollars thirty dollars so, <laughs> so in case you need a small very small notebook that's very heavy and wooden to uh, just record eight, eight to record things. yeah about five sentences of information that yeah. would be a good thing to get uh so we thought we could use it to record our workout log when you go to the gym you can pop that out of your gym bag <laughs> little wooden book <laughs> Overhead press. <laughs> you write really tiny. Three sets of 15. 25 pounds. And then the little wooden bookmark you could put in there too. That was really cool. <laughs> but what was cool is they had these little scrunchies, homemade fabric scrunchies, and they had one with Minnesota all over it. And it was three bucks. And I'm like, all right, I want, I want it. And there's a tag on it that said it was made by Cece, which I didn't really see. But the girl who checked me out was this little like 10-year-old named Cece. And she made it and she was super excited to sell it to me. And so I told her, I said, hey, girl boss, entrepreneur. And I gave her a high five. And then I said, don't ever work for anyone else. <laughs> that's her advice to a 10 year old never get a job never get a job <laughs> don't work for anyone else <laughs> you don't your mom wants you to go to wendy's and work after school no <laughs> absolutely I'm not a girl boss. i'm a girl boss that lady at the fair that one time said it to me and i never forgot it <laughs> she's gonna go on and invent something cool cc i bet anyway um, uh, so then, yeah, we wandered some more. I don't remember what we did in between. Oh, no, we went to the Midway and we played some games. I was like, let's win some stuff. So the Midway is like a bunch of garbage. Like they, they let you win stuff. Like they, I mean, it's super fun, but they, it was easy. I mean, we are super skilled, 
but it was easy. We played the thing where you squirt the water gun at the little target, and then whoever's little thingy climbs to the top first wins. So I won the first time. It was amazing. And then Amanda did it, and she didn't win. (laughs) (laughs) But he felt bad because I looked so crestfallen. (laughs) He looked so bad. She did look sad. So... But you didn't get a prize there. He gave me the unicorn. No, that was the the. Dirt oh yeah, one. you're right. He just told me to go away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then we went to this thing where you used to be like balloons and you throw a dart. Well, now I, probably because darts, people in Minneapolis are probably throwing darts at police officers and killing them and stuff, and vice versa. I don't know. But so no darts. So um, they were little hacky sacks. Yep. And the guy said the carney. He goes, "You'll be able to do it because you." It was six tickets for one. So 12 tickets is like $10 for each of us to play. It was $10 for us to play one of those games. <laughs> and so he's like, you're going to win. So sure enough, uh, a magic, I popped a balloon and I got a little stuffed. He's like, which one do you want? I'm like, I want the pink one. <laughs> no, you want the pink one at the water game. Oh, that's right. That's where I said, yeah. I want the pink one. Yeah. But yes. this one, you won something kind of crappy. And then I played. Yes. And I also was able to to pop a balloon with a hacky sack. Yes. I put all my strength into that throw. Yeah, you did. I really wound up. So did you. You wound up. Yeah. Um, and then we were able to get the, the level two. Yes. Which actually, I pointed to the level three unicorn, said, can I have that for a two? And he said, yeah. Yeah. So, they were so nice. Yeah. So I got special treatment there. So yeah. then I had something as cool as your pink blob. My or whatever little pink it is. blob. <laughs> Sparkles. Its name is Sparkles. Anyway, and then we went to goblet toss, which I like because you roll the ball and it has to land in the colored cup. And the people there were super nice because, oh, I said when we got to the fair that I wanted us to organically find a way to fit into conversation with 25 people that we ran to the fair 13 miles. And so, you know, they came up, we gave them our tickets, and the guy said something about us, like, working out. And we're like, no, but we ran here! Mm -hmm. And then we told the story, and so they were really nice. So we got extra balls. We paid for nine, and she gave us lots of extra balls. At least, like, 15. Yeah. 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 Until we got some stuff. And then yeah. I still could not get... You got something legitimately. You, yeah. You landed in one of the... In a red cup. Ones. Yeah. Oh. I kept landing in the white ones. And then she just felt bad again. More pity. Again. Pity. And I got a smile face blob. Yeah. So we thing. each had smiley face blobs and stuffed animals. And I will take pity presents anytime. Those ride sheet coupons were not free. I mean, we basically spent $30 on four little stuffed pieces of garbage. But the fun... That was so fun. Entertainment value. Yeah. So as we were talking after you brought up the midway, I had this epiphany just now. We had said we were specifically intentionally going to go back to the midway for oh, the, mini the mini donut, donut sundae, sundae with lemon and Bam. berries on We top. forgot. I knew. I said I knew we it. better do it now because oh, we won't come back here this, and we didn't. This is terrible. What are you doing tomorrow? Oh my gosh. I have to go. <laughs> I'm going back to the fair today actually, but I can't have it without you. Because yeah, blueberry lemon on mini donuts covered in ice cream and whipped cream. Um, We weren't hungry enough. We're so oh stupid. God. I feel really stupid. <laughs> this is devastating. This is so sad. You're getting it here live. What are we gonna do? We we'll find a way to get there this week. What are we gonna? I'm do? not leaving till Thursday. We cut. We'll do this. I'll pick you up. We'll park on the curb. We'll risk getting a ticket. We'll run in there. I was just gonna say we're gonna pay the seventeen dollars. Yes, plus the cost fourteen of the food. each. Plus it's a ten dollar item. Going in. Well, anyway, sixty dollar mini donut. We went. We went and got coffees at this one stand, and they had those, and we were going to come back. But instead, we went over to get the number one fair food. In my opinion, 
um, for savory stuff. And everybody's been roaring about these at Lulu's Public House. This is big stand. They have a lot of really, really great food. And they have these biscuits that are made by these local people that apparently are like these Minnesota legends. I never heard of them. They must have become popular since I moved away. But they're these hot, fresh biscuits and they do a bunch of stuff with them. And one of them is a chicken breast sandwich on the biscuit with pimento cheese. I had it uh, the first day I went and it was insane. And so I'm like, all right, we got to get that. And then we were standing in line forever. So mm-hmm. we got to read the menu. So we got three things there. We just felt we had to get multiple things off the menu if we were going to invest that amount of time in standing in line. Yeah. Plus, we had time to digest our food. Yeah. We had already eaten. So that was that worked out. Well, plus, we got to tell two people in line about running there. So that, that dinged a couple more people off the list. Yeah. <laughs> and she goes, oh, yeah, I noticed you got mud on your legs and stuff. That one lady. I know. Because we uh, were yeah, a little messy. Yeah, I noticed you were dirty. I wondered when you crawl, a rock you crawled under for, out from under. It takes a lot to get noticed for being dirty at the fair. <laughs> There's plenty of dirty so people. True. People are so disgusting. <laughs> wow. Fair fashion. People just are like, I'm going to go eat all day. I'll just wear this bib and these PJs. <laughs> and then they go. <clears throat> so what else did we get? The berry shortcake. So that was the same biscuit. It had mm. berries on it. It had... But it was glazed. Cream? Oh, yeah. It had some cinnamon sugar glaze or something yeah. on there. Yeah. And then that it was like, good. And then like whipped cream. Yeah. I feel like now looking, reflecting on the score, maybe I overscored that. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't stack up quite as well. The the thing with the berries is the berries, if they're so sweet with something else sweet, it ends up being just non-flavorful. Yeah. One tone. It we needs need a tart. Tart. Yeah, that lemon. The, mm-hmm. Like the mini donut thing. When we missed our one shot. Talking about it. <laughs> God. So oh, we came Jesus. in at 85 and 87, respectively, mm-hmm. on that. And then yeah. The chicken sandwich. 93 and 92. Yeah, 93 for me. It wasn't quite as good as the pumpkin pie just because pumpkin pie is just in life. I would never rate anything higher than pumpkin pie, I don't think. But it's for fair food. I mean, if you are in Minnesota and you haven't been to the fair, that's the thing you have to get. And clearly everyone agreed because the lines were insane, but worth it. And then we also last minute threw in, what were they called? Ghost cheese, ghost pepper cheese bites. Yeah. So they were they were kind it of odd. A, it was like a deep fried square of cheese with some chunks of ghost pepper in there or just heat. Yeah, I couldn't heat? tell what was the pepper because it said yeah. breaded cheese stuffed ghost peppers, but there's no way that was like there a was whole no pepper. pepper. No. But they were so hot. Yes, they were pretty hot. And then there was a like a mustard orange marmalade oh. dip or something for it. It was creative. It gets points for creativity mm. for me. Uh, Kristen went way, way low. 25. <laughs> 10 out of 10 would never touch that crap again. I thought it was awful. The the marmalade was terrible, but I don't but I don't like orange. I don't like super spicy, so it's not that the yeah. I, it's not it was it was me not them. Mhm. Mhm. It was a 65 for me. So So I guess that that's over 50 according to my rating system. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't choose it though. No. And then we didn't actually finish that. We had two pieces left, and I tried to to give them to someone at the who does that fair behavior. That's another thing that we would never do at a restaurant. restaurant. No, I'd leave my food. But I just felt that maybe someone want, at the fair. You like to try different things. Yeah, so this was different. And I thought if someone offered it to me, honestly, I'd Absolutely. take it. I would take it. If someone took a bite off a corn dog and then handed it to me a stranger, I would take that <laughs> corn dog and I would eat that corn dog. I do not care. And I would probably lick their finger. I, <laughs> I have no fear of germs or sharing stuff. None. I don't either. If it hasn't hit the ground, I'm I'm in. Yeah. 
I feel pain when I see like plates of unfinished food at a restaurant. I want to go in on it. I want that French fry. I I want that. We don't waste protein in this house is the thing I say a lot. So if I see like an egg and a sausage patty, I'm like, this is so sad. I am not tightly wound about sharing food. No. Where I went to the fair with my mom and my mom would not like bite, uh, bite things after I bit them. She, and like when she would eat some, she would cut off the part she ate and go, I, I cleaned that. I'm like, are you kidding? You're my what? mother. I have oh, your no. DNA. Oh, dear. I mean, I would lick your face. <laughs> <laughs> and you used to spit on your thumb and lick mine. So I guess times have changed with the Rona. All right. So that was, but we were pretty full after that. that was a lot of food. Yeah. We went so a while. We went a long time. If elephant ears was our next thing, we did we go through time. the grandstand after that? Oh yeah, because we didn't stop eating. We went to the grandstand, oh, which is Heritage more. Um, yeah, we did more shopping in Heritage Square area. It used to be called Heritage Square. Now it's just an area of shopping. Um, and then the grandstand is like all the as seen on TV stuff. So they've got like you know shoe cleaner and grass cleaner and Vitamix and jerky and massage chairs. Mm. Full body massage you get in that puppy it sizes you up and of course we walked in hi um we ran here 13 miles from the mall of america mm-hmm. could we and i was like i'm not buying one of these i feel really bad i can't buy one i live in florida i can't get it there but could i please still have a demonstration I couldn't believe you just went in with that information because i, I felt like, rude i felt rude i didn't want them to think i was gonna buy one doesn't matter mm. no that's yeah and and i i did did feel like they were reluctant to let us sit on them just because of the way we looked or something. Yeah, like well, and people. you were clearly dirty. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was eating popcorn. Because we walked I had no in. shame. I was like, can I, can we sit in this? Can we get, get a ride what on this ride? Say no. Can we ride this ride? <laughs> when we walked in, I immediately bought popcorn because um, I'm eating popcorn on this trip. I normally don't eat popcorn. So I walk up, chew it on popcorn, drop it in on the floor. Hi, I'm not going to buy one, but can I sit my dirty butt in your chair? Covered in mud, sweat. Like, let them wonder, you know? Maybe we just look dirty and we're super rich. (laughs) That's true. They wouldn't know what our bank accounts are. Exactly. But so that, sure. Felt really good. We needed that. It was full body, your feet and everything. You took your shoes off and it like squeezed and massaged your whole body for 10 minutes. $6,000. Yeah, $6,000 chair. But I considered it. I'm going to give... You did? (laughs) (laughs) I did too. I'm like, can you put this on a semi or like on my airplane? (laughs) But I out of we didn't rate the experience, but that was a hundred. That was the best experience. No, it was a ninety-five because playing games in the midway was my favorite thing we did all day. That was fun. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But that was rad. Okay. That made ninety. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. All right. So then, what did we do? Yeah. Then we got done. Then we did start eating again. Yeah. We sat on the vibrating thing. Also, we were all about like the physical therapies in the yes. grandstand. We we stood on a vibrating thing that's supposed to. Uh, make you fit just 10 minutes a day of holding on to this thing that just shakes you wildly yeah i was a brat when i saw in the grandstand the other day there's like this guy who's not in shape selling them and i was like that guy is selling a thing where you stand on it and it says you're gonna lose weight and i was pissed i'm like this is not gonna you're not gonna lose weight and that guy if he if you're gonna lose weight why is that guy not lost weight well then we talked to him after we sat on it and he was really nice and he has lost 100 pounds so i felt like a total jerk face Mm -hmm. because i judged him harshly and i mean i still wouldn't buy the product and tell people they were gonna lose weight or I wouldn't buy it at all. But it does help. It felt good. Yeah. So it is true that if you shake the crap out of yourself when your muscles are sore, it helps with recovery. Yeah. There's more scientific terms to it than that. Mm -hmm. So whatever. We she told us to sit on it instead of stand on it. And it like shook our whole bodies and it made our teeth chatter and it felt good. Yeah. 
I mean, if you want to see every possible part of your body shake that you didn't know could shake or wiggle or jiggle, then that's that's for you. My brain like was shattered. I was like, <laughs> oh my God, I didn't know my leg, leg could look so jiggly. Yeah, it's great. It's like, oh, there's all the fat. Oh, hi. <laughs> that's where my little uh, ghost pepper bites went right to my thighs. <laughs> but so we, when we left the grandstand, Amanda had never had a funnel cake, and there was a funnel cake stand, but. What I think is tastier than a funnel cake is an elephant ear because you get more surface mass. And in the past, I've had it with cinnamon sugar and frosting. So we get in line to get that. And so that's what we got instead of the funnel cake. However, she did squirt it with butter and some cinnamon sugar, but there was no frosting situation. Mm-hmm. So I was bummed, but you had never had an elephant ear before. So right. I thought it was great. It was really yeah. It was hot. Mm-hmm. It was soft. It was mm. like fry bread. It was yeah. delicious. It's like sweet fry bread. I, I loved it. Yeah. That what did you butter squirting, uh, mm. she had a whole like squirt bottle of, of liquid butter. butter, and I didn't know what she was squirting on there, but I was like, that's butter. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It was so good. So I was an 84. Yeah, and I gave it an 80 just because my expectation for frosting was not met. <laughs> <laughs> but then we were walking, and we were both like, this is where we started saying we're done with sweet things, which is hysterical. <laughs> I'm done with sweet things. I'm done with sweet things. And then I said, ooh, cherry bombs. These are deep-fried Australian cherry licorice. And now this year they have apple bombs, so they also have deep-fried apple licorice. And the girl was so nice that she offered us half and half. So there's these little pieces of Australian licorice battered on toothpicks and then deep-fried. And you get a whole bunch of them. And, the, and they were like five bucks. So they were also in a, more inexpensive. Those are really good. Amazing. Really good. Covered in cinnamon Strange sugar. and good. Yeah, the uh, this, the licorice got a little softer and chewier and warm, and then it's got like mini donut batter around it. Yum. It's not to like. Oh, so good. I gave them a 90. So did I. Oh, yeah. we had Yeah, same score. So fun. Yeah. So then we were tired, so we got on the sky glider, which is like a, it's like a ski lift, and it goes all the way to the north end of the fair. And so we got on that, and it was funny, because as soon as we sat down, it was like, oh! Like, our our dogs were barking. The dogs were barking, and the hamstrings, and yeah. So, hard to sit down, but felt really good to sit. Because we've been standing in lines, and just, you know, with the exception of the massage chair. Yeah. Yeah. No, we were on our feet a lot, and standing is harder than walking. Yes. Yeah. So we did that, which is fun. And we go over the, the tall roof of one building and people drop stuff. So they take their bras off and underwear. And so it's always interesting to see what's up there. And mm-hmm. there was money and bras. And there was these two giant, like the things you, you win on the midway, the giant gorillas. It was two of them. Yeah. And they looked like they were making out. Yeah. It's funny. How did they get that positioning right? And it's only day four of the fair. No, what else, what's going to be up there today? We'll find out. Yep. So we got to the north end. <laughs> Um, I don't know what we did up there. We, we went-, went directly to the Jammy Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. We went directly to get more food. We were done with sweet things, but we decided to go get more sweet things. <laughs> and so there was a coupon, and um, it's a it's a place that they do all kinds of different sandwich treatments, like paninis. And so it was a Jammy Sammy. It was cinnamon bread with blueberry like jam, and then nut butter, and then it's like panini pressed. And I was thinking there was going to be whipped cream involved because of what Amanda There's had the other a day. Second flavor that's strawberry jam, same deal. No nut butter, which is a fail. Mm-hmm. And then the whipped cream and sprinkles, which I don't care about. Yeah. So that's kind of like the pitfall of the other one. I had whipped cream, but it didn't have a nut butter. So they just need it. We. Need, I'm going to tell him. Mm-hmm. 
I'm gonna add stop by and to say the nut butter one. Add whipped cream and then make the again the the berries were not tart enough. Not tart enough. That blueberry, yeah, it was too much sugar in the jam. Yeah. Yes. It was too sweet. Yes. But we ate it and it was I mean it was fine. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're gonna not eat it. <laughs> And we got some photo ops up there. It was you know fun. What I'm yeah, it was over. For, yeah, what did we rate it? The jammy Sammy. Uh, I said a sixty. It's pretty low for you. Yeah, I didn't even want much of it. I was like, well, you didn't finish. You're no. right. I offered you the tail end of it. Yeah, no, I finished it. I went in uh, seventy for me. Yeah, I, I mean, like it was the fine. nut butter. It was like a fresh ground. This yeah, the nut butter. This place kind of like a bougie yeah. jam and nut butter. Yeah, what's it's the like place called? Brim. Brim. Yeah, it's in Uptown. It's I haven't been to there, but they, they were nice. We told them about running, too. When Jeff and I were there, they told, because uh, I had the other flavor the other day, they told me and him that we were the cutest couple at the fair. Aww. Yeah. So they hadn't met us yet. Maybe that's why I rated it so high. Yeah. So then uh, so then we walked back down. <laughs> You're like, yeah, let's like them. And we, we saw, okay, we haven't had the deep fried Twinkie. Let's do the deep fried Twinkie. But they also at that booth sell the deep fried Buckeyes, which is peanut butter covered in chocolate on a stick battered and deep fried and at this point we're still done with sweets yeah we were done with sweets in fact we said it again before we got to this booth (laughs) so so we did both yeah we had never had the deep fried twinkie yeah that that was the thing we identified on our run yeah neither of us and that's been around for a while a long time yeah and then the Buckeyes had been there a while, but they also had um, strawberry jam. And so this was the like the kicker is I said, oh, can you put some jam we can dip our stuff in? So she did. And um, we did the Twinkie. So the problem with the Twinkie is there's not much to a Twinkie. So when they battered it in deep fried, there wasn't – there was no flavor. It was just batter on a stick. So, uh, no. The deep fried Twinkie is a useless, pointless thing for me. The Twinkie was nothing to me. They put chocolate on it, but no. 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 So, wow, that was low. That was our least. I gave it a 20. Yeah. I, w- I would I never did, eat it again. I did a 40 just because of what it is. Like, yeah, it was it's not like it was again. an anchovy, you know? Yeah, it wasn't disgusting, but I was confused. The whole thing was confusing. Yeah, so total score is 60 on the deep fried Twinkie. Very low. Yeah. People do not understand that these exist at the fair. I don't think their marketing is terrible. Terrible marketing. And the, they do. I, I walked by last time I was there and I said, what's a Buckeye? I don't even know what a buckeye is. And it looks like this like brown daisy flower. Yeah, the like, picture is the terrible. Picture, I didn't understand the picture. So I, of course, didn't get it. So I'm like, I don't want a deep fried brown daisy. <laughs> oh, oh, neither. <laughs> and then dipping it in the strawberry jam, it was the chocolate, peanut butter, and jelly flavor I'd been chasing all day. Yes. I was it's, chasing it. It's what the jammy Sammy should have given. Yes. What it should have provided. It was amazing. It was so good. It was so good. So that one, I gave a 97. And I was a 99. Yeah. So yeah. that was your version of the pumpkin pie with the cinnamon. Mm-hmm. And so Euphoria. like- Euphoria. Yeah. It was amazing. Total score, 196. Almost a perfect score on yeah. the deep fried Buckeyes. Yeah. Fa- favorite thing so we were for sure done with sweets and we were basically ready to go we were exhausted and we were walking really slow but amanda had never had the danielson and daughter's onion rings at the fair which is something my sister and i go hard on we go we have many 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 servings of those during the fair and there was a coupon in the coupon book so we stopped for our last fair food which was an order of onion rings and they're stringy like long long strings of onions and then they're lightly battered and then they're deep fried they're not those big, thick ones you get at a restaurant with a thick crust on them. And so it was fun to see Amanda try those for the first time. Yeah, it was definitely a different onion ring experience. I'm a fan of regular onion rings um, as long as they're well done. But these were really good. Really good. So the yeah, texture, so the really light batter, you can really tell they're an onion. And they're sweet Vidalia onions yes. too. Like they don't skimp on the onion. Yeah. Really so good. So good. 83 from me. 
Yeah, and I did a, I did an 80 just because it's an onion ring, not a Buckeye. But no, True. I mean, I get them so many times. <laughs> I get them many times. So our winner for sweet things was... The Buckeyes. The Buckeyes. And the second place was the mini pumpkin pie. And then our winner for savory was... What was our winner for savory? It was the chicken sandwich at, chicken coming sandwich. in at a 185. But the bomb diggity pretzel dog was definitely a contender at 175. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Really so then, good uh, day. We definitely went pretty hard on the sweets. We did. We well, my rule when I go is that I never eat sweets unless I share with someone. And I when I go with other people like my mom and stuff, they don't do a lot of sweets. And you know, we came off bodybuilding prep and we ran there, so it was the time to get all the sweets in. So I'm going today, and I won't have sweets because my dad's diabetic. So I got it in, and I I don't want to eat a sweet thing. You can't pay me. I'm no. so overloaded. But I feel so good about what we what selections we made yeah that was one of my better like because sometimes you just spend money and you just feel like oh that was a bad choice yes no so many you good choices an expert too yeah i'm sorry i am an expert <laughs> <Good> <laughs> so choices. we took the bus back and then um i took care of my giant blister that was larger than my toe and um and then we lifted this morning and we put that glycogen to use so there we go all right so that was our fair experience we took you along phenomenal it was yeah. good we'll do it again Thanks for tuning in to the podcast. I'm so excited you're here. If you want to interact with me, go ahead and send me an email, Kristen at kristensmithonline.com. Follow me on Instagram, The Kristen Experience, and make sure you share this podcast with a friend. That's all I have for you today. Have an awesome week. We'll see you next time here on Destination Begin.